Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. After 16 long years, Leeds United are back where they belong. And Liam Cooper, voice a welcome addition to the top flight, but it's been a long and painful journey for fans in West Yorkshire. It is the end of the Premier League road for Leeds United. Financial mismanagement, relegation after relegation, League One football just six years after reaching the Champions League semi-final. It'll be a long, long road back for Leeds United. A giant of English football brought to its knees, but here we are now. With our intensity and our aggressiveness, uh, we're able to, to make it difficult for teams. This Leeds United team do not know how to lay down. Since Leeds United were last in the Premier League, we've seen five separate owners hire 15 different managers. The Ellen Road revolving door brought to a stop following the appointment of one of football's most intriguing individuals. We need him. He's, he's a cult hero in Leeds. Very intelligent, very thorough. He's a genius. I'm obsessed with him being obsessed. Bielsa arrived with a reputation. A man who had inspired so many in the game, now the talk of the town in the top flight. But are we all getting ahead of ourselves? Why do some hold him in such high regard? After all, he's only picked up an Olympic gold medal, three Argentinian titles and a championship trophy. Need convincing? Let us convince you. I'm not a Bielsa acolyte. I don't bow at the temple of Bielsa like all of these other managers seem to do. I'm European football expert Andy Brassel, and I've had the pleasure of studying Marcelo Bielsa's career through the highs and the lows, and believe me, there are some stories to be told. Over the next hour, we'll hear more from the likes of former Tottenham boss Mauricio Pochettino and Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola, just two disciples of the influential South American. No other manager in the world can play the way he plays. He's one of the best... uh... Manager in the world. The Talksport family share their favourite Marcelo Bielsa stories. Plus, we examine how the one nicknamed El Loco has changed the club's reputation in England. Gone are the days of dirty Leeds. I think a lot of people in football will have Leeds as their second team. You're listening to a Talksport special, Obsessed Bielsa's Beautiful Game. An outstanding display of resilience and character from the team that won the championship last season.
The man, the myth, the legend. An overused saying, but entirely appropriate when it comes to discussing Marcelo Bielsa. When I started covering European football, Bielsa was almost like a ghost story. It was all anecdotes and tall tales. But now, as we've got to know him more and more with his work at Athletic Bilbao, Marseille, and of course Leeds in recent years, we're discovering more of the substance, more of what's beyond the trophy list, more of the part of him that opens up parts of players' brains that they didn't even know existed before and the minor miracles that he can make happen. Over the course of the show, you'll hear a number of far-fetched stories. Funnily enough, both TalkSport host Alan Brazil and I share a favourite, albeit slightly unbelievable one. So back in 1991, Bielsa's new old boys were thrashed 6-0. That night, a gang of 20 incensed ultras are reported to have turned up at Bielsa's home. When he emerged at the door, he did so clutching a hand grenade. It's believed he then uttered the words, if you don't leave, I will pull the pin. What? A story that has been denied by those close to the Leeds United manager. But tall tale or not, football fans across the world will be the first to tell you that Bielsa's reputation is entirely in keeping with his nature. In fact, a few of the TalkSport team, so intrigued by the 65-year-old's past, have done some digging of their own. Hi, I'm Paul Hawksby and I'm quite the fan of Marcelo. Bielsa hails from Rosario, capital of the Argentine province of Santa Fe, which is famous for two footballing exports. Bielsa himself and one of the greatest to grace the pitch. What a run! What a goal from Lionel Messi! After a short playing career, he took charge of the University of Buenos Aires team for a brief period at the tender age of 25. Bielsa reportedly scouted 3,000 players in total before deciding on a squad of 20, treating each and every student as professionals. He then took on his first professional coaching job with Newell's youth side. Sports writer Jonathan Wilson details how Bielsa left no stone unturned. He got a map of Argentina, divided them to I think 5,000 zones, and he arranged a trial in every single zone. And he hates flying, so he drove to each of these zones in his little Fiat. The way in which Bielsa scouted Pochettino, however, is like no other. Here's Newell's old boys fan, Jamie Francis Rath. Marcelo Bielsa went to Pochettino's house. They found a young Maurizio Pochettino was in bed when they arrived. They asked his parents could they go and see him to see how big his legs were because they were trying to judge how good of a footballer he was based on his legs and his parents kind of reluctantly agreed. Pochettino and his fine footballing legs went on to become a key member of the Newell's men's team that won three Argentine titles under Bielsa, reaching a Copa Libertadores final two. Newell's Old Boys Stadium is now named after Bielsa. I've heard breakfast show host Laura Woods is another Bielsa fanatic. You're right, Paul, and this is what I found. After a brief period in Mexico, Marcelo returned to his native country before heading to Europe in 1998. Bielsa's brief spell at Spanish side Espanyol ended after just six games why? Well, he was offered the Argentina national job. And deflected into the net! It's 2-1 to Argentina! Poor showings at his first Copa America and the 2002 World Cup finals left a lot to be desired. He did, however, lead Argentina to gold at the 2004 Olympics in Athens, the first for a Latin American side since the 1920s. Two years later, it was time for Chile. It was not all plain sailing for Bielsa. The national team suffered record losses during his tenure, but managed to reach the round of 16 at the 2010 World Cup Finals, cementing his place in La Roja history due to his exciting style of play. I wonder if anyone else at TalkSport has taken a liking to Marcelo. There is me, Adrian Durham. Bielsa then decided to have a proper crack at Europe. His stint with Athletic Bilbao saw the team reach the Europa League and Copa del Rey Finals. With Marseille, meanwhile, they led Ligue 1 up until 
until the halfway stage. Bielsa's sides were admired but ultimately finished the season empty-handed, seemingly running out of steam each time. Despite the lack of success, Bielsa is revered at both clubs. There are exceptions, however. The two clubs Marcelo managed prior to Leeds were Lazio and Lille. He left Italy after two days and France after 13 games due to recruitment and transfer issues. All before his appointment at Leeds United in June 2018. A well-travelled career across the breadth of two different continents, but surely the stories we've heard so far don't justify his nickname of El Loco or the crazy one. Maybe what you're about to hear will make you think otherwise. Leeds United fan Vic Tidmarsh can add fuel to the fire. When he moved to Weatherby, he was he was apparently planning on cycling to the training ground at Thorpe Arch more often than he, he actually has done. Uh, and him, him and one of his assistants actually drew a blue line in paint from his apartment through to the training ground, which is a good couple of miles, if not more. And the reason for that was because he wanted to purely focus on that blue line so that he knew exactly where he was going, leaving his mind clear to think about everything that he was going to do during that training session. The current Leeds manager clearly works in an unorthodox fashion, but what's without question is that he works and works and works some more. From the vulnerability of the opposition's throw-ins through to the dietary requirements of his players, right down to the width of training pitches to the nearest millimetre, Bielsa micromanages everything he can for a competitive edge, however long it takes. So much so that the Leeds United manager demanded a bed and kitchen be placed in his new office at their training ground. I mean, who has time for a commute when you're trying to get Leeds back to the Premier League, right? The Argentine's attention to detail is one of the main reasons why he's so highly regarded within the footballing world, despite possessing such a modest trophy cabinet. Amongst them, the latest manager to lift the Premier League trophy, Jurgen Klopp. I watched his teams playing, so that's pretty pretty exceptional. The rest I got from newspapers and stuff like this and um, these kind of things. So I analysed some games, even in the past already, and, and had a look at that. We have a different approach. There are similarities, there are similarities obviously, but there are big differences as well. So. Um, I, I, I like him as a proper character, obviously. Whilst playing his trade for Roma at the age of 32, the now Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola was given a word of advice by Argentina international Gabriel Batistuta. If you want to be a coach, you have to get together with this guy. Guardiola travelled 5,000 miles to Bielsa's ranch in his home city of Rosario for the pair to talk about all things football over a barbecue back in 2006. They discussed all from the politics and the practicalities of management, tactics and teams. Guardiola became obsessed. I think he's probably the person who he admired the most in world football as a manager and as a person. I think he's uh, the most authentic manager all the time in terms of uh, how he conducts his teams, like he's unique. Nobody can imitate him, it's impossible. His behaviour as a, as a person of the pitch, related with the media, related with... Uh, I was fortunate sometimes, sometimes I'm not... Uh, I don't see him quite uh, every week, but uh, the pleasure to when I can spend time with him is always so inspirational for me. Another coach to have hailed Marcelo Bielsa as the best in the world is Mauricio Pochettino. But for the former Tottenham Hotspur manager, his fellow countryman is much more than just a mentor. He's one of the best uh, uh, managers in the world and he's like my father uh, in both ways because he's a 60 year old and can be my, <laughs> my father and he's like my father, foot, uh, football father, football, football father and... No, I think that uh, we spend a lot of time with him. I know him uh, from 14 years old 
when I arrived to the Newell's Old Boys. Away from Bielsa's influence on certain individuals, the Argentinian has had a wider effect on the game tactically, especially in South America. Chile, Paredes. It's a goal. All their pressure has paid off. Chile's 2010 World Cup side caught the eye with their 3-3-1-3 formation, high press and relentless attacking style, a template also deployed by Bielsa's athletic Bilbao in March 2012, as Manchester United fans applauded his side off the pitch after a stunning performance in the first leg of a Europa League last 16 tie at Old Trafford. What we've seen tonight and last Thursday is a team that's work rate is higher than anyone I've seen in Europe, and that takes you a long way because apart from the fantastic work rate, they have some good qualities also. It's not just about their work rate, it's getting them where they are at the moment. They're showing some very good combination football and I think they can go the whole way. I think there's a very, very good chance they could win it. Former Manchester United manager Sir Alex Ferguson there. Author and journalist Jonathan Wilson credits footballing legend Johan Cruyff for Bielsa's tactical inspiration. Total football had a huge impact in South America because at the 74 World Cup, the Dutch beat uh, Uruguay, Argentina and Brazil and they beat them all really comfortably. And so suddenly South American football is faced with the fact that this team, what it's doing, beats what we do. This isn't about quality of player. This is this is a tactical issue. This is a philosophical issue. That core aspect of total football, which Bielsa took on and, and, and developed into something much greater, is you always have one more central defender than they have central forwards. So if they play with two centre forwards, you play with three centre backs. If they play with one centre forward, you play with two centre backs. And that, that has remained true throughout Bielsa's career. You're listening to a Talk Sport special, Obsessed, Bielsa's Beautiful Game. I'm European football expert Andy Brassel, and that was Leeds United fan Paul Wilson. Check out the full song on YouTube titled He Is Bielsa. He's never ending, don't leave any stone unturned. Top Pep and Pochettino, every lesson that they've learned, he's undercover. He'll be hiding in the trees, cause Marcelo Bielsa would do anything for Leeds. He is Bielsa. That is one of several songs written by Leeds fans about the Argentinian. After all, Marcelo Bielsa did end 16 years of hurt. Premier League Road for Leeds United. On this day in 2001, they played Valencia in a Champions League semi-final. Three years on, they are relegated from the top flight. 12 months on from a playoff final at Wembley and a chance to return to the Premier League. Leeds United have been relegated to League One. Six years on from their Champions League semi-final, the club will now ply their trade in the third tier of the Football League the first time in their history. You're a Leeds United player and you expect to um, perform, but we didn't turn up. It was a horrific display. And for the Leeds United players, distraught as they lie prone on the turf. Probably ripping itself apart very low times. Histon have knocked out Leeds. They're into the third round. It's finished. Histon won. Leeds United nil. Yep, just seven years after reaching a Champions League semi-final, Leeds United were knocked out of the FA Cup second round in a 1-0 defeat to Histon 
You would do well to find a more calamitous demise. Leeds United fan and professional boxer Josh Warrington followed the Whites every step of the way. As a fan, hard times. And you're playing like to Scunthorpe and, and that's no disrespect to Scunthorpe or whatever. But when you've been playing the Giants of Europe and all of a sudden, you know, 16,000 in a, in a championship game and then a League One game. Some very, very hard times as a Leeds United fan. But in every setback is an opportunity. It's May 31st, 2018, and Basque newspaper El Correo reports in a short online article that English second-tier club Leeds United have made Marcelo Bielsa their chief target as manager. Believable? If you were former Leeds United defender and fan Ben Parker, not so much. When you hear the rumours about Bielsa coming to Leeds, you think, nah, this is a joke. It's one of, one of these rumours yet again flying around. Always seems to be that connected with Leeds. No, but surely at least hopeful. United fan and blogger for I'd Rather Be Leeds, Thomas Bradley, was never optimistic. All of a sudden we get linked to this uh, renowned coach and you, you kind of thought, well, it won't happen anyway, so we'll still be stuck in the, in the same situation, I think. Marcelo Bielsa, one of football's most revered names, bound for Ellen Road. But how did Leeds United, a mid-table championship side at the time, manage to persuade such a figure to become their manager? Well, to explain who better than the man who actually did the talking when the proposal was put to El Loco. We have a very good excitement today. We're here to announce our manager. As all of you know, we appointed Marcelo Bielsa. It's a very exciting day for the club. We are, changed, we are starting a new chapter in our life and we are very honoured to that Marcelo has chosen this club to come back to Europe and coach for the first time in the UK. Leeds United's majority owner, Andrea Radrizzani, had a pipe dream. After a difficult campaign, he and the club's director of football, Victor Orta, wanted to appoint a charismatic leader that would change the culture of the club. Orta initially suggested Bielsa, but he considered the move impossible. It was a statement that triggered Radrizzani into action, and he demanded, call him now. Although Marcelo didn't initially answer, by the time they did make contact the very next day, Bielsa had already watched 10 Leeds United games and knew each player man for man. Leeds United had their man. The Argentinian showing his colours from the off. As TalkSport commentator Mark Wilson explains. Very humble man, really. He's often found in and around Weatherby on his travels, so he's, he's widely accessible. But you think of the riches that he's got and where a lot of the footballers live that play for Leeds in the likes of Harrogate, etc., where there are very, very nice houses. He's chosen to live a simple life. Uh, as near to the training ground as he can. Former Leeds United defender and fan Ben Parker heard early on that Marcelo Bielsa got to work straight away, but not quite as you think. He was going around looking at rubbish on the floor, whether the walls needed a lick of pain. A class act off the field, there's no doubting that, and his football followed suit. An exciting, free-flowing brand that fans across the world have adored for years. The end product, though, a result of blood, sweat and tears on the training ground. Most notably, Bielsa's infamous murder ball. The South American football expert Tim Vickery explains. In order to play Marcelo Bielsa's high-pressing, high-energy game, you've got to be fit. And it's the one thing that he really, really demands. Now, he will say that uh, not all players can do a Cruyff turn or can drop a shoulder and take two or three opponents out of the game with wonderful technique. But they can all run, and if they're professional footballers, he expects them all to be able to put in a full shift. So he's going to prepare them to be fit enough to do just that. Defender Barry Douglas was one of Bielsa's early signings. He experienced murder ball firsthand. Murder ball is um, <laughs> disguised running, basically. It's uh, No, it's, it's not... It's, 
you'll, you'll set up in, in two teams and you'll maybe do four or five blocks, depends when the next game is, but you'll maybe do blocks of say five minutes or six minutes. And it pretty much is just 100% effort sprinting about, no fouls, no corners, quick throwing those coaches around the side of the pitch when the ball goes out. A lot of transitions, so it's, it's pretty much just trying to work on that and intensity. And when it comes to a game on a Saturday, it feels much easier when physically you know you can handle that capacity. Club captain Liam Cooper, though, believes that everyone currently at the club has improved due to Bielsa. We've been working together now for, for two years. We, we've all bought into the way and the intensity plays that. It, it, it's part of us now. However, despite a long list of admirers, Marcelo's critics have coined a term now popularised by sections of the media, Bielsa burnout. Diego. Evades one challenge. It's still Diego. Oh, it's wonderful. That wraps it up for the Rahi Blancos. Diego, with five minutes to play, has made it 3-0. It's a trend we have seen at a number of Marcelo Bielsa's former clubs. The Argentinian's intense style of play has often been blamed for the side's fatigue in the final knockings of a campaign. Athletic Bilbao's round to the Europa League final in 2012 is a prime example, a season that included defeat in a Copa del Rey final as well to Pep Guardiola's Barcelona. Sports writer Jonathan Wilson has followed Bielsa's career. At Vélez, you know, when he won the league, there was no burnout because it was a six-month season, so you can sustain it for 19 games. It's when it's 35-40 games it becomes a problem. And that definitely happened at Athletic. Marseille fell away towards the end of the season. So it is a consistent pattern. And I, I guess you can debate what the actual cause of that is. Is it is it physical exhaustion? Is it mental exhaustion? Is it emotional exhaustion? Is it that Bielsa, who is so intense, finds it hard when the line's close? That something goes wrong with him and his preparation? I, I don't know. But it is a repeated pattern that there is a dip towards the end of seasons. I covered that final in Bucharest. And as I and other journalists waited outside the dressing rooms for the players to emerge, I witnessed something that has stayed with me ever since. As Athletic's teary-eyed players walked past, so did the team's press officer, clutching 25 silver medals in his hands. All of Bielsa's crestfallen troops had left them behind. He has the knack of making his players give everything. Here's Leeds defender Barry Douglas. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no easy training sessions in the Marcelo. That's the thing. It's a lot of tactical sessions. Um, but like I said, you... It's hard to feel the benefits during it. It's probably when you come to a game on a Saturday when it's 70 plus minutes and the boys are still being intense. You're still going because you know fitness-wise that you're you're capable to keep on pushing. And I think that's why with so many late wins, late goals, because the guys knew they just had to stick to the process and, and believe in it. And ultimately, that's where we got the results. But when it goes wrong, it tends to do so in spectacular style. Leeds United, desperate to get back into the automatic spots, are being led by 10-man Wigan and Ellen Road. History is made. Derby County are the first side in playoff history to come from behind following defeat in the home leg and go all the way to Wembley. Bielsa's pursuit of promotion falling short at the last hurdle. A familiar tale one of football's nearly men. It was further heartbreak for the Ellen Road faithful, including Leeds fan Thomas Bradley. Initial thoughts as soon as the final whistle went was, are we back to square one? Um, 
But thankfully, he stuck around. And I think to prove to himself and to prove to the football club and the fans that it was a one-off. Although at the time, Bielsa dismissed the idea that one of his sides had burnt out once again, the stats are there to be seen. Throughout the whole campaign, Leeds United lost 13 league games in total, 10 of which were between the back end of December and the campaign's end. Yet Leeds fans stood by their man. I think the changes and the improvements that he'd made, not just to the team, but the club overall in the time that he'd been there, was something that we really needed to build on. It was a bit of a sinking feeling that he, he would go, but he didn't, and we reaped the rewards for it. Bielsa is never the problem. That's something I've come to learn. We've, we've suffered a lot as Leeds United fans, and the more you suffer, the more you celebrate. It felt different this time. Following 15 years away from the top flight and 15 different managers, Leeds fans could smell it. Rather than demand change once again, they actually feared Bielsa would leave. You'd expect any coach in a similar position to demand change in the form of financial backing, but in true fashion, Bielsa asked for the installation of a running track instead, all in the pursuit of what fans crave, promotion. Here's former Leeds United defender and fan Ben Parker. Premier League football for Leeds as a city, the people in it, the fans, it's arguably more, more than, than life itself, to be honest. People sacrificed literally everything to watch Leeds United. Despite Bielsa's many critics, the Argentinian had Leeds fans believing, now more so than ever. Forget burnout, previous failings and a lack of silverware, Bielsa had won over a fan base, much like he had done in South America. Although success in the 90s with Newell's Old Boys and Vélez Sarsfield was a long time ago, like Leeds' own glory years, the feeling around the club was that Bielsa could repeat the trick in West Yorkshire. Fernandez with a lovely run into the penalty area. Bradford with a glancing header. And that was classic Bielsa play. Super sub! Can you continue this for the full part of the season? And that's going to be the challenge for, for Leeds United. He's Alioski! What a strike! On the volley! Edge of the area! Celebrates in front of those Leeds fans who might just be going back to the top of the championship. They're the best team in the league. Lovely ball towards Luke Ailey. Going to try a shot and it's deflected into the back of the net! Pressing back for Bamford! 1-0 Leeds United! There's no way that Leeds are going to catastrophise anything. Pablo Fernandez wins it for Leeds United! Looks to have given Leeds a huge advantage at the top of the championship! At long last, Leeds United were back. Another set of once disillusioned supporters, now disciples of Marcelo Bielsa. But they weren't the only ones. Experts of the game, players past and present, the first to hail Bielsa's contribution to Leeds United, both on and off the field. Bielsa to come in and take a team from 13th to 3rd and then to get promoted, spending no real money and a very small... is absolutely sensational. From a purely footballing perspective, I think he's uh, brought them on leaps and bounds as a collective and as individuals. He's been outstanding what he's done for that football club and what he's done there is, is worked miracles and I'm really pleased for him and the, and the club. Charlton boss Lee Bowyer, former midfielder turned EFL expert David Prutton and TalkSport favourite Danny Mills there. Oh, good ball inside the back to Cherry. What an angle to score from. 
Wonderfully well taken there by Jerry. Maitley, a great goal! What a beauty by Maitley. Hunter, what tremendous confidence there all along the penalty area past three Sunderland players by Norman Hunter. 2020 saw four Leeds United legends pass. Promotion was a fitting tribute to the title-winning heroes of days gone by, more specifically for Norman Hunter, who in October 2019 wrote that it was a dream of his to see them back in the top flight in his lifetime. Hunter, a fan who never missed a game, died in April 2020 after contracting coronavirus. You're listening to a TalkSport special, Obsessed, Bielsa's Beautiful Game. We're yet to scratch the surface when it comes to Marcelo's lasting legacy. Despite hero status with Leeds United and numerous clubs across the world, many still question why he's held in such high regard. Shortly, we'll hear from fans at each of his old clubs who have plenty to say to those critics. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Magic. Love man. Absolute magic. Love him a bit. Another statue we have of him. You're listening to Obsessed, Bielsa's Beautiful Game. I'm European football expert Andy Brassel, and here at TalkSport, we've become infatuated with Marcelo's style of play and wider influence on the game. On the field or in the dugout, Marcelo Bielsa has influenced thousands. Off the pitch, however, they come in their millions. But Smith Rowe's goal has secured championship status for Huddersfield Town, and Leeds United, after a 16-year absence, will be back in the Premier League next season. After Leeds United sealed their long-awaited return to the big time, thousands of fans took to the streets outside Ellen Road. A few hundred, however, opted for the quiet countryside town of Weatherby. I wonder why. You are good. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Videos and pictures quickly circulated on social media. Marcelo Bielsa and his family greeting supporters outside their modest home. Smiling ear to ear, he welcomed each and every fan he could, humbled by one individual's declaration, You are God. Not the first time we've heard that. 
Sure, it's common for fans to create chants in support of their heroes, but Mickey Kerr, lead singer of the band Fat Chance, has made a fair few. I'd rather have Marcelo Bielsa in charge for the rest of his life and go down to League 5. <laughs> it, it wouldn't matter to me because it's about creating emotions. That's what Bielsa always says. It's about the fact the only thing the, a fan can get from his club is emotion. And if you're getting that, then you're winning. It doesn't matter about trophies. It's all a myth, that. On the face of things, it would be easy to put Leeds fans' obsession with Bielsa down to their promotion to the Premier League. That would be lazy. Our team behind the scenes had no difficulty finding a fair few supporters willing to pay homage to how their manager has changed the club. He's out in the public eye a lot. Like you say, he got the bus to Ellen Road. I mean, he got the bus to Ellen Road. What other millionaire does that? I think we played Luton during lockdown and he'd done a he'd done an eight-page document on the third-choice keeper who hadn't played a single minute of championship football. I was talking to someone at the club the other day who was explaining he makes sure that the players have enough of their food to take back to their families so that they can all eat healthily together. We do the Bielsa Bible, which is a podcast series trying to get as close as we can to Bielsa. If you write him a letter, he will respond. A kid who was six years old told him that he scored 129 goals in primary school and he wanted to play for Leeds United. He got a letter back off Marcelo. Leeds United fans aren't the only set of supporters who adore the Argentinian. If you think he's love here, try South America. Bielsa started both his playing and his managerial career with the Argentinian side Newell's Old Boys, a relationship that lasts until this day. My name is Jamie Ralph and I'm a Newell's Old Boys fan. And I love Marcelo Bielsa so much because he's the most successful manager in the history of Newell's Old Boys, uh, winning three titles in three years at the club. Uh, during our most successful period in Argentine football. He's able to improve quite average players and make them into superstars in football. And I think there's not a lot of managers who can do that anymore. And he took, took a group of uh, street footballers from Rosario at Newell's and made them champions of Argentina. Marcelo Bielsa has a tightly knit relationship with Newell's and their fan base. Along with the club naming their stadium after their former manager, South American football expert Tim Vickery tells us how Bielsa's legacy stretches even further. Bielsa is something of a one-off in that he comes from a, an illustrious family of lawyers in Argentina. Bielsa, without coming across as a snob at all, you know, he's got this air of something of being a little bit above it all. And he... He doesn't need it. Money is certainly not the be-all and end-all. So uh, with with the money that he's earned, that he's acquired over the years, uh, one of the things that he, he seems to like doing with it is putting it back into uh, into some of the places where he works, and especially uh, his beloved Newell's old boys. <laughs> The Liga side Athletic Bilbao represents Marcelo Bielsa's first proper stint in European football, despite a short spell of six games with Espanyol before he was called back home to take charge of the Argentinian national team. He created lasting memories for fans in the Basque country. Hello, I am Álvaro and I am an Athletic de Bilbao supporter and I keep great memories of Marcelo Bielsa at Bilbao. He was Athletic de Bilbao's manager between 
2011 and 2013 and his first season for the club was spectacular. He changed the mindset of the club. Before he became the manager, he scouted up to 3,000 players from the Basque country. He makes the players be better and he makes the fans uh, be really entertained about their team and especially be proud of the, the team they are supporting. I think Marcelo Bielsa is a great manager and he is one of those men that can change the whole philosophy of the club. There's one famous story to come out of Bielsa's time with Athletic. After a group of children asked Bielsa to sign their sticker book, Marcelo went one step further. He took their book, asking them to return 24 hours later to the same spot. They did so, welcomed by Bielsa with their sticker book, signed by the whole first team squad. Turbulent well describes Marcelo Bielsa's stint with Marseille, a match made in heaven, according to French football expert Julien Laurent. He tells us how he is viewed in southern France. Almost like a god still, and he will always be, because despite the um, the most dif- the more difficult second half of the season, it was still it was still an amazing. It was an amazing season, and there are so many differences between Marseille as a, as a city and Marcelo Bielsa. Marseille show their emotions. They're very emotional. They're from the South. You know, they talk with their hands. They talk loud. They've got an accent. You know, the sun is always shining. Bielsa is more, he doesn't show anything. He doesn't give you much. There's no emotion. And yet, they are so similar in many respects. The passion, the love for football, the excitement, you know, all of that. The love, in general, uh, is is very much there in Marcelo Bielsa, I think, and in Marseille as a as a football city. Marseille fans loved Marcelo Bielsa for his passion for football, among many other things. And according to fan Johan Tabu, his legacy lasts despite a bitter end. How can I explain? Marcelo Bielsa is still a myth in Marseille. It was extraordinary, really. The way of attacking with the six, seven players, the most important thing was, was to, to create a sort of uh, offensive game which, were, which was extraordinary. The passion of Bielsa and the personality of the football his team played bewitched a city that lives and breathes its club. If sometimes the coach's demands are just a bit too much. Marseille fell away badly in the second half of that season, not just missing out on the title, but on a Champions League spot too, and he left abruptly after the first match of the following season. His return to France with Lille two years later was a failure. Bielsa oversaw a huge spend on players which plunged the club deep into the red and he was fired in December 2017 after just 17 games in charge in Ligue 1 with an undisciplined team mired in the bottom three. It's Payet right, Bojic, and it is absolutely brilliant. Dimitri Payet with another moment to remember. Just as he would later do at Ellen Road, Bielsa's unique way of coaching individual players got many of his squad playing the best football of their careers. And for one of them, his time with El Loco was a launch pad to a highly successful spell in the Premier League. One Dimitri Payet. He understood that you have to not give up on me. He was warm without ever stopping pushing me to give my maximum. In the end, I learned to have a taste for it. And now I have a totally different way of working. Dimitri Payet there speaking to Marseille's in-house TV channel. Despite Bielsa's failings and lack of silverware, one of his many disciples, Pep Guardiola, describes the situation rather well. My theory that the managers not depends on the, the value of the, how many titles or many prizes you want because I am feel far away 
about his knowledge uh, as a manager. We won't, I won't, we won my teams more titles than him. But in terms of uh, of uh, knowledge of the game and many many things, the training sessions, uh, still I am away from from him. And always is, uh, I said before, when I was in the Premier League, so he's a good a good present, a good gift. Uh, to have him here in in this championship in the Premier League because his teams always is a joy to watch and how honest they are and always they want to attack they want to produce some some good football for spectators and I think is a good news for England. On paper, things often seem black and white, but for those who've seen their sides managed by Bielsa, the good times last long in the memory. Honestly, if he was given the keys to the city, I don't think anybody would complain. Absolute magic. Love him a bit. Another statue we had of him. We don't want him to walk away. We need him. He's, he's a cult hero in league. If trophies mattered, we'd only support about four teams in the whole country. It's not about that. It's about creating emotion and creating a connection between the fan and the football club and the fans and each other. And that's why Bielsa, I think, is the most successful manager in, in world football. You're listening to a TalkSport special, Obsessed, Bielsa's Beautiful Game. 16 years have passed since Leeds United's relegation to the Championship back in 2004. A whole generation of football fans now see the Ellen Road side for what they are. An exciting, fast-paced, attacking side with one of football's most enigmatic managers. However, their parents, and many before them, remember Leeds very differently. And a bright diamond off the ball between Hunter and Lee. The fists were flying and that's been brewing for quite some time. They have a reputation as one of English football's most hated clubs. Often described as Dirty Leeds, the Yorkshire side have failed to shake the nickname that first described Don Revy's sides of the 1960s and 1970s. It's a reputation that Leeds fans, on the whole, don't mind so much. No, we love it. We absolutely love it. I think it's it's us against the world. I, I think most fan bases have that, but particularly so at Leeds United. It's a one-city club. It's one of the uh, biggest one-city clubs in Europe. You know, the, the, roughly a million people call this club home. And there's no competition. It, it's Leeds United. That's all it is. And it is us against the world. So you can say what you want about us. We're not bothered. In fact, we like it. And this concept at face value was in full swing during Marcelo Bielsa's first season in charge. Leeds United manager Marcelo Bielsa has admitted to sending a spy to Derby County's training ground ahead of their clash this evening. A concerned member of the public had yesterday called police after spotting someone acting suspiciously at the Derby training ground during a session with manager Frank Lampard and his players. It's bad, in my opinion. Um, if we're going to start talking about culturally I did it somewhere else and it was fine, then that doesn't work for me because I don't believe it is fine on that level. One of English football's most recent scandals, Spygate, as it was coined by the media, dominated the back pages and once again painted Leeds United in a negative light. But what happened next would turn many of Marcelo's detractors into admirers. I don't think anybody truly expected that type of performance, if you will, when it came to the press conference. At the time, sports writer Tom Carnduff worked for Sporting Life and sat in on a very honest Marcelo Bielsa's now legendary PowerPoint presentation. I suppose you're, you're, you knew exactly what he was like. You knew that he was this meticulous, detailed character. Um, you heard all the stories from abroad, but I think we'd had snippets of it in press conferences before. His style, the way he was, but I don't think anybody truly expected that type 
of performance, if you will, when it came to the press conference. But beforehand, we knew what he was like. We knew the level of detail that he went into. But once you went in there, you kind of really saw what it was like and it really opened your eyes as, as to what he was like behind the scenes and that kind of hidden away side of football that you don't see out in the open. It, it was incredible. More than 300 hours of work. Sounds familiar, according to South American football expert Tim Vickery. Bielsa is an obsessive to the point that I think you, you, you maybe even sometimes worry about his mental health. And he, he carries around with him a huge library of videos of games of his team, of other teams, and he loves watching them and picking out the little details. Um, the attention to detail is extraordinary. Marcelo Bielsa's honesty has won over many who judged his methods. Not all, but most. And just months later, we witnessed another staggering moment, further evidence of the Argentinian's unique personality. Click with a low shot, brilliant goal! Mateus Click scores, and then he runs straight into Horahan, and there was a brawl in the aftermath of the goal, but the goal will stand, and players from both sides are grappling inside the penalty area. Hodge has gone down, injured. Leeds United players, Aston Villa players stopped because they thought they were going to kick the ball out. And it's still continuing down there. Mings is now squaring up to Phillips. Bamford has gone down as he grappled with Twanzebe. And there is absolute chaos out there at the moment. They have kicked off. Adoma is going through with El Mohamedi. Janssen then makes the challenge, but Adoma puts the ball into the net. And Aston Villa have scored an uncontested goal. And I've never seen that happen before either. And Leeds United have allowed Aston Villa to score the equalising goal. Clearly, Bielsa believed that play should have been stopped. Well, I have never witnessed anything like this in the football match that for 32 years since I've been involved in professional football. As a result, Leeds United and Marcelo Bielsa were awarded the 2019 FIFA Fair Play Award. TalkSport commentator Nigel Adderley saw the events unfold. It was... A remarkable sight. We haven't seen anything like that in English football really before. It's a big question, I suppose. Would Marcelo Bielsa have been so generous and been so sporting had the match had more riding on it? And Aston Villa and Leeds were both going for the Premier League on that day. But of course, we will never know that. And the whole incident has really given more fuel to the Bielsa legend. changing face of Leeds. Marcelo Bielsa has captured the imagination of United fans once again. Having brought them back to the big time, Bielsa has changed the wider perception of the club, both on and off the pitch. Here's Leeds United legend Gordon Strachan. The people at the top who set the standard all the way through a club. They feel their drive, determination and honesty um, and a humility, then that will seep through the club. If the people at the top do not have these uh, principles or philosophies, then they will employ people somewhere all the way down. And uh, but it, what you're seeing is a, a Leeds football club with the traits I was talking about, and you see that on the football side, you see the way they play, and you know it's always been kind of dirty Leeds for years and years and years, and which people played on and had a laugh at. But you couldn't say that about this team. This team have a a heartbeat to it, a floor to it. Rotherham United manager Paul Warren agrees. Well, if you're a Man United fan, definitely not. But if you support <laughs> anybody else, I think a lot of people in football will have Leeds as their second team. I think, and I think loads of managers and people 
like not football purists, but people who understand football will really like to watch Leeds. There'll always be people who can't help themselves, can they, with dirty Leeds or, you know, people still think 1-0 Arsenal and all that. So there'll always be that hangover. But I honestly think the the, the proper football fan who gets it will, will enjoy watching Leeds and hope they do well. An opinion echoed by TalkSport Sports Breakfast duo, Alan Brazil and Ali McCoist. In fact, here's a bit of breaking news for you. My youngest, yes. uh, my youngest, he's not dropping Chelsea's his team, but he's informed the nation. Leeds are definitely his second team, Smithy. How about that? Yeah, there you go. <coughs> uh, a lot of people do that, Ali. A lot yep. of people like a lot of people at Leicester. So a lot of people have Leeds now as the second team. It's been a long and difficult road for all involved at Leeds United. But following a financial meltdown in 2004, 13 seasons in the Championship and three in League One, the Whites are back where they believe they belong. And Liam Cooper hoists aloft the Championship trophy. Following years in the wilderness and the tireless work by all involved to get the club back to the elite again, Marcelo Bielsa has masterminded the three-time First Division champions return to the top level. Oh, it's Following the success of Don Revie and David O'Leary, one of English football's largest fan bases, have reason to believe once again. You kind of still have to pinch yourself three seasons later to even think that Marcelo Bielsa is the head coach or manager of Leeds United Football Club and Leeds United Football Club after 16 years is back in the Premier League. Throughout Bielsa's career, it's always been about his love of the game and his belief the journey is just as important as the destination. With the Premier League progress already made by Leeds in the Argentinian's third season at the club, Leeds fans will tell you that it's one heck of a ride. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.